Welcome one and all. We are back for the official UE podcast for Game 121. I am your host, Terry, and my fellow hostage is Daryl. How's it going, sir? Definitely feel like a hostage. We tried to leave. Definitely feel they like a hostage. just won't let us leave. No one will let us leave. <laughs> but we're back. Yeah. The yeah, shortest retirement yeah. ever, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's definitely like the Tyson Fury retirement special, isn't it? Um, I, I, I feel like we were, we were both... One more. Yeah, yeah. But how long does it go on for? But we'll give it a go. We'll give it a go. Everyone yeah. sort of um yeah, just say thanks again to everyone. Yeah, we had a lot of messages between us. Um yeah, a load load of comments, load of PMs, Discord there that I fucking Ian Hall, who we will get on and punish him yes. for his uh Ian fucking forum post. Yeah. <laughs> he will get battered. Um yeah, we have to we have to proper stitch him up. I don't know how. We'll have, to, we'll have to come up with something. We'll have to concoct a plan to stitch him up big time. But, um, yeah, uh, yeah, big, big ass forum post about, like, wanting us back. And uh, I suppose I just sort of felt obliged, really. I don't think – I don't know how you sort of feel about it, Darryl. I mean, I, I kind of felt like uh, I, I, when you sort of left, I, I didn't realise sort of the impact and how many people listen. I, I don't think I sort of appreciated that. Yeah, I think maybe we'd got into a point where we were just on how we felt and we assumed that we didn't have much content. But yeah, I think the reaction was a lot bigger than I thought. I thought people would be like, just drop a message, thanks a lot. You know, been fun, shame it's going. But it seems to have got some people a, a bit deeper than that, you know? Yeah, that would have been I, nice I don't if think do I, uh, <laughs> Yeah, if they just left us alone, it would have been cute. But um, I don't think I realised just like the impact that maybe this has had. So yeah, in the end, it was we had to do it, didn't we? We can we can't. Go yeah. Anywhere. No, they're not letting us for hostages. Hostages. And uh, so, so I suppose the hostage negotiator, negotiator, sorry, for tonight is uh Mr. Carl Windsor, Carlos. How are you doing, mate? Very well, guys. Thank you. Um, recovering from the old vid, but I should be all right. The old Amir aid, so yeah, got you. They finally got me, mate. Three years. <laughs> Yeah, you start thinking yeah, he that started... you're in the Matrix, don't you? But no, he gets everything. Yeah. 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 I've um, yeah. got to for um, Mr. Hall, what you should do is um, see if Ben will let him have a season ticket at Man City for, for a game. That might do him. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Do you know what? Yeah. We should put chip clip together and make him go to a Man City game. Punishment. Yeah, I think I think we Fucking should do it. Right. <laughs> 15, 15 quid each, I think. The three of us here, and we can do that. And then... Boom. There you go, Hogan. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, yeah. We'll get him back. We'll get him back somehow. That yeah, that could will. that could be a very good option there. Yeah. <laughs> I suppose, um, like, yeah, to jump straight into it. I mean, it, it, uh, an interesting point to sort of ta- talk on is we're now obviously starting the season five of Game One Two One. Um, how how are the the previous four gone for you? I mean, like, unfortunately, like we does seem like I think we've probably lost you now, Carlos. I think you're you're dipping out of one two one. Is that right? Uh, yeah. So I've had a bit of a manic week this week, uh, personal terms and stuff. But I've dropped out of one two one. Um, I took Exeter from Division Two, got them to the Prem. Daryl stows me a season ticket for beating the uh, Pink Scooter. Um, when you come back to season two one, how's that? when you win a game as Exeter to... manager yeah, ah, yeah. fuck you Darryl um, <laughs> basically no, you took Exeter as far as you could which was relegation <laughs> yeah you could say it. yeah I got him to the prem I got him to the top step uh, enjoyed the challenge but just got to the point where 
I wasn't. I didn't send my last three turns, and I think it was unfair on the team not to send it. Um, and I also ditched Hells and Balls, even though Hells and Balls had an amazing end of season. But one, two, two come around, come around just at the right time for me, and been focusing on that a lot. So I don't know. I think everyone That's... goes and everyone goes and peaks and troughs. I think Daryl, you've done it through throughout the season. Um, Terry, you've definitely yeah. said that you've done it before. Yeah, hundred um, percent. When you're not enjoying it, it's sometimes hard to even open your turn. I was literally getting the turn on a Tuesday and then open it on the Sunday night to send it. Yeah, do no, you, I do you find I'm that... a little bit like that with Charlton at the minute. I'm really sort of struggling. I, maybe because I'm enjoying it. one, two, two. Too much. Yeah, yeah. I, I look at yeah, it on yeah. a Thursday and then I think I notice it in my emails when I open one, two, one. I'm like, oh, fuck yeah. You know? So, um, yeah, I'm a bit like that, but I'm trying. Um, you know, the last couple of weeks, I've put some... Do you, do you guys find that it, it, like, it, it gets to a point where um, you kind of feel like maybe you took them as far as you can? I mean, more more so in your, your respect there, Carlos. Um, if I'm honest with you, I had like likes of Faddy was on the uh, chat the other day to know she could do something different. I've looked at it this evening and had a look at the leagues. I'm thinking to myself, I could take a Division Four team and give it a go, but I think the point, the problem is now a lot of these teams are so far behind. Um, I think in yeah. like you look at the Devon League, mate, AA, AEK, I don't think have ever been managed, so they're going to be sort of you're looking at 94, 95 away players, where you could take, for instance, a team like Ghent, who is in Daryl's league, and you could do pretty well with them. But I don't know. I just sort of think that ship sailed. One two two is really good. Gives you sort of a different perspective to the game. And I think Ben's nailed that absolutely spot on for that game. Oh, fair play, mate. Fair play. Do you um, do you uh, do you think like you you could be tempted back if um, if it was say like you know, a big group of people joined us a, a, a league in one two one like as a second team and sort of had a bit of fun there. Don't, all, you're, all gonna make, you're gonna make you're gonna make me do it. I only I only say because like, I I was kind of like the same. I said to uh, I think it might have been Faddy actually. Like I was finding that like in one two one, and I think this is partly why for me anyway. Like I I was sort of wanting to peel away from the podcast and and, and one two one in general, so because it felt like I was just saying like this week I sent my turn. Um, yeah, I don't, I'm not gonna say my results because I'm gonna shit on yeah anyone. I didn't have a bad week at all, but. I didn't really bother sending my turns. I didn't really think about anything too much. I didn't really do anything special or, you know, didn't scout anyone. You know, I had no idea really who I was playing. I just sent the turn on a Monday, very late on a Monday night. Um, but I, I, I kind of, I think I was talking to Faddy and a couple of others and we sort of saying, we're about to like dropping into like a division four, division four of an Eastern league or something like that. And just like a load of us just going nuts, having a, having a lot, bit of a laugh of it. I, I would, but I'm too competitive to just take a shit team and like not care about it. <laughs> I think we've spoke before on um, Discord chat and we both said like we're super uber competitive no matter what it is. Like even if it's like playing football with your kids in the garden, I've got to win. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's you got you got to trip them. Trip them over, mate. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, push them. But no, yeah. push them over. Yeah. yeah. But Sorry. no, I, to be honest <laughs> with you, the way I look at it, though, Terry, is like you've had lots of success in one two one coming from Division Two coming up through. Do you, do you still find it a challenge? That's the thing. That's what where you've got to look. Is it still a challenge? If it's not, then is your heart um, 
Yeah, I mean, it still is. There's still some good managers, but I feel like um, the league has sort of, I mean, like the last two, three seasons, it's sort of firmed up where the teams are. This, yeah. I think like me and Martin have consistently been two of the, of the say, like three or four like high-end sides. I mean, we, we've consistently been there. And then the other two spots have sort of, drifted between a couple of managers you know jamie at barca i think phil phil chin's been in thereabouts most of the time and then obviously you've had uh joe with getafe and andy young with uh, Mallorca sort of uh you know coming into the mix as well um it, it felt like it was just going that way um yeah I, I, for me it's the stats it, it, that's the bit that always gets me it, it's the stats getting too high yeah and you know, like I've seen a couple of people with their teams, and they've got like, yeah, they're little, they're they're sort of old legends, sort of, you know, not not even the big legends, and they've got like ninety six, thirty five, ninety six, thirty six, and they're like, what are these big legends are going to be like in one two two? What's like a Pele going to be? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, luckily, hopefully, it's not going to be for a long time. You see him, but I, it, it worries me. It worries me. I, I hope it. Uh, yeah, I hope it doesn't go too crazy because, uh, well, it's, it's the game's for everyone, isn't it? I mean, but just just for me, I don't I don't like the massive stats. It it kind of takes away a bit of the competitive side of the game for me, where it's just it's just luck. Then you know you're kind of guessing what your opponent might play and then trying to sort of counter them and stuff like that. And it's not really you can't really take advantage of stats as much and and bits and pieces and formations and tactics and uh, as much. But that's just my opinion. What do you think, Daryl? Uh, I'm the other way. Would you be I, I The reason I'm not getting in the one two two is I've actually really not enjoyed the lower stats at all. And I hate everyone on an even kill. I, I hate <laughs> like, no, I just I've always taken small teams and it's taken away yeah. what I enjoy about the game. Because like, I've, I've started with the same team as Carlos, who's top so, of the Prem. And for me, that's... So underdog taken, mentality? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Like, I've, and it's taken that away because... What am I busting my ass to get through the leagues for? Like nothing, you know? How will I stay in this five years when I can build the same team as everyone else around me? Like there's no sense of achievement for me. I, re- I You know, I've always backed it. I thought it'd be great, but nah, I haven't enjoyed it as much as I thought I would. It's what's good is, you know, there's some Charlton players like Scott Parker's been a beast. I can make Mendonca a beast. I'm really excited about that. I got Roy Wegerly. I'm like, what? I got Mark Steen, although he's not going to play, but he's going to be in reserves. But I've got Mark Steen. <laughs> it's just fucking great. Um, you know, but yeah, from a game point, I'm not seeing all the excitement that everyone else is, but that's just me. As I say, I'll play it. I'm enjoying it. Because I, I want. I, I feel like I owe Charlton more than what I did in the last Legends where I just fucked about. Um, so I feel like I did, uh, I, I've got to give it a go. Um, but yeah, it's not been what I had in my head. You know, I thought it would. I thought I would enjoy, but I don't like the lowest. Oh, I don't mind the lowest stats, but maybe I should have been lower than Division One. Still, you know, maybe I should have been even lower. I just, yeah, well, I don't so, so see where my have... achievement is for to get to the the top division. You know, like I normally look for. Right, right. You know what I mean. So, would you would you feel better if you had like um, a UK Division Four Charlton side? I do have. Oh, you're Division 4? I thought you'd yeah. be like Division 2 or something. No, no, I got shafted back. 
okay. Yeah, no, we're Division 4. On the other hand, Daryl, just imagine you had that Charlton team 1 2 1. What, at the start? Yeah. I would have hated that. How would I got three nineties? Really? I think the, the the best player I had at Sturmgrass was like an eighty seven, eighty eight. I've I've got oh, a better Charlton wow. team now than I did with Sturmgrass. Thing is, though, would are you sort of um, what's the best way to put it? Are you sort of contradicting what you've said though there about how you enjoy the lower stats, but you're moaning, but you're saying that you don't like it because they're too high already. You what? What do you mean? No, I don't like it being even. I don't mind what you I start don't, with. You just, but I don't you just want don't to have the... the same team as you. I don't right, mind yeah. the lower stats. I don't mind where the stats are with whatever team. I mean, to be fair, Scott Parker is clearly my best player. Roy Wegley was a me. So, yeah, I, I just, I don't like, I've started with the but same You, you feel, you feel like Juve should be clear of you and not yeah. the same sort of level. Yes. I don't want to play Juventus and we're on the same level. I don't, I don't, I don't want that. I, and is I thought that... I did. But is that down to the managers being clever? So, for instance, <clears throat> you look at likes of Jamie at Bayern Munich. He's got 95, 96 away players everywhere. Is that yeah, him being no, I, clever? I actually, I brought Meyer in from him. I swapped Chris Powell. But is that him being clever? Whoa. <laughs> um, what do you mean? Well, no, it's deals, isn't it? That's a separate conversation. He's got, he's got more time. I'm, I always put it down like you get 96 players everywhere because you've got more time. That's yeah, yeah. Like, I don't have the time to sit and chat that often in Discord. I mean, my days are pretty much not done till 10 p.m. By then, do you know the amount of players that have gone? Like, when I scroll through WhatsApp, amount of yeah. players that I've missed that I thought I could have made a bid on, and they're gone. Do you know what I mean? It's all over. And that's just because yeah. of my lifestyle. So that's why I've always said, like, an even stat game like this is literally based on your time. And then obviously the tactics bit, but tactics are now out of the question if I ever play Bayern Munich because he's got more time to bring in better players. So, yeah, but that's on me. Like I, I'm busy. You know, I've taken on two teams. I'm still trying to focus on rats. So you know, I I have acceptance that I know I don't have the time. So I box a bit clever, be put a bit more thought into it. Stop being start being a bit more of a shit house. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, 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 I don't mind what the starting stats are. I've never really bothered. Um, the rises seem to be a little quicker than I thought they were going to be in this game. You know, um, honestly, I think they're a little quicker than I thought. Um, they're not as super quick, but I thought they'd be a lot slower. But um, yeah, yeah. Uh, but no, it's, that, it's just uh, it's the evenness. Like, what's the motivation for me to do five seasons to get to Division One? You know, what's mm. the motivation? Because I can build a team now that's good enough for Division One because we all started the same. Where's the motivation yeah. to go from four to I th- one? I what think, is that motivation? I, th- I think for me, it's it's uh, purely uh, like a skill thing because yeah, with the lower stats and stuff like that, you are able to pick apart teams. Like, so like I beat um, Roma 3-1 this week and it, it was purely, if you look at like the match report, it was purely from picking up on weaknesses and exploiting them. And uh, and, and I feel I feel that's why I'm enjoying one two two for that. And I think that's why I loved one two one at the start. But then it went sort of like a little bit crazy because uh, I think 
it seemed to start okay with rises and then they sort of went really accelerated sort of midway through season one like players were going up real quick and then we got like the the cash injection was it turn 10 <clears throat> yeah. something like that the, the yeah. ue ue uh cash for ue points sort of you know, half price thing and i i feel like that was sort of i mean maybe that's sort of like a good thing to sort of like touch on is is obviously yeah, go go through those seasons. I mean, like obviously season one. I mean, how how did you feel, Daryl, when you actually first got Sturmgratz? Um, honestly, was like, oh shit, challenge. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it was like I'm not even that good at the game, and I wanted to take this one seriously. <laughs> Fuck. Um, and you and you didn't even get the Arnold Schwarzenegger Stadium. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Didn't get nothing. Um, no, there was a couple of pieces, and I spoke to Fifey really early on to get a good deal you know what i mean for the pot because you know you have to box a bit clever and i knew fifey would always be up for a deal so you know when i heard that he was getting in suarez i was thinking that could do me um so it was sort of making them moves quick and as i say like bringing in some experience i brought in like obviously anua who's still going strong bless him um i brought in nocerino some italian center mid and i brought in suarez so it was yeah. all like 30 plus players right through the middle East. um yeah. yeah and it was sort of just fumble through the first season and then obviously second and third i just i, I flew up you know what i mean so um yeah when i first got them though that first season it was they were, they were it was carnage utter carnage and again it's very rare for me like i've changed the entire squad and i did it really quick and i'm not normally like that i'm not real normally that kind of big dealer you know but i've, I've done quite yeah. a lot um but yeah that first that first term was like oh jesus christ so, uh, and what, why stone grats uh, i did an fm save with them um but the oh save, right so the, okay it was at the beginning of lockdown but my save corrupted yeah. and i lost it all and that was when oh, ben was like oh, no. what teams do you want so my brain was like do you know what let's do grats you know um because i just had the save corrupted i was really enjoying the save um so yeah, yeah that, that's yeah. why i picked them how about you carlos i mean obviously you took um exeter i mean is that is that like the hometown is it or uh so it's the nearest sort of big football club to us um nearest, <clears> pond. Got, nearest pond you got plymouth argyle yeah. which which cornish inbred pricks but um I actually know a plymouth fan and he is a prick yeah <laughs> they're no different tracks the fans um no it was no it's just a case of um start as a small team got the turn and was like what the actual fuck is it <laughs> yeah um when you look at their best player who was nicky law who was a 31 pv and you're like wow this is crap um sat and made a plan of what i was going to do and just stuck to the plan um something i've done in this game as well in the newer game as well make a plan and just go for it um I was, as Martin Banks likes to call me, the um, player farm. So basically, buy players and just shift them on as quick as you can. Make your cash. Yeah, and I, think, I think that's <clears> something, because um, that's something Daryl sort of said to me, like before the game started, was like, you know, that, like, I've, I think we've sort of mentioned it on other pods, Daryl, was like, yeah, you, you sort of said to me, like, I, I would always like built good size, but my depth was always shit. And it was always because mm. I ran out of resources. And like, you sort of, you were the one who said to me about, you know, you need to wrote, yeah, buy, buy, sell, buy, sell. That was that, yeah, that's definitely something I, I could have attributed to yeah, you. Yeah, like or, half these scouts that thing. you probably would have ignored. Yeah. Buy them, stick them in your reserves, wait for the rest of the world to come and just cash in. 
Yeah, I mean, do do you approach though? Like, would would you only buy players that could potentially be in your team, even if you were going to sell it, or or is any no, no, anyone you available? Should, you know what you should do. You should scout um, my reserve team, Carnage. <laughs> I I went down any, the route. Anyone of, would do. <laughs> yeah, I went down the route of um, if a player has an SA, buy them. Purely because yeah, we know how yeah. we knew how precious SAs were. Um, for teams so if it was like a 34 left mid and he had eight speed but he had composure buy him anyway because like daryl said you can shift him on for good cash um yeah true if, true. if not let them build up and then to be honest you had a few which i used to play in the first team when i had injuries but it was just a case of sort of get them in let them rise a few stats and then flog them on do, do you feel like you like if you could go back to season one were you confident you did everything that you had been happy with or was there anything substantial that you would change? Probably not. Uh, season Quite one, the, the big deal with season one was me getting O'Black. That was huge. Like for Exit City to have Jan O'Black and goal was and just with how keepers was at the beginning of the game. Yeah. That oh, like rocking or shit, weren't they? Yes. Well, I, Did you I, end up yeah. carriers because you were so desperate? Yeah, <laughs> mate, even put presents on him. <laughs> Fucking hell. Just to like... Please, God, oh, help me. So shit. <laughs> Fucking... Don't drop a catch. He's... Don't drop a catch. Do you know, oh, do you know what? that's the funny thing, Carl? So I put presence essay on him, and like the first week, like he conceded a goal, and he said said something like, like the ball went through his hands. Uh, yeah, and I was like, oh, you cunt. Yeah, of course <laughs> didn't, it didn't. Didn't someone like, was it Amir or something, had Berkey, and he dropped a cross or something like that into the back of the net? Or was that Jejan Summer dropped the cross into the net? And it's just like, yeah, you got to laugh at that. I think I think so. I think I I do remember that. And I think it was like a big name keeper, like yeah, one you wouldn't expect him to do. And that. it was in a big game as well. I think, and I think he lost like two one, and I think the keeper threw the ball in the back of the net. Yeah, yeah. I I remember one against. I think it was Sommer. Was, that was uh. I think I think he was <clears throat> lobbed or something like that. I can't remember that. Yeah. I, I think I think it might have been him or someone else similar. But yeah, about, yeah. Goal, goal keepers you, were. What about you, Terry? Then. Obviously, you just said that. Like, would, is there anything you'd have changed from your um? We could have started yeah, with yeah. the shit team that you actually got drafted. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, yeah. Yeah, man, fucking scamming it to get a decent team. Yeah. So, 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 so to be fair, to be brutally fair, Sporting Lisbon, I I had them from like the very first turn. So there's no like I took them on season uh, yeah season one turn two turn three. I literally first game was with me. Um, I think I got offered sparta prague first and i said could i have a look at the team you know and, and he sent me the turn because I, I wasn't sure i was even going to play at the time and he sent me it and it wasn't so much like i think mean, a lot's been said like oh they didn't have any 10 speeds they've had some fast players but they were all like 29 30 31 i, I saw that no value in any trading there's no, no trade potential and there was no one there really to add pot to and i just thought ah, like as someone who takes a small side who i prefer to take a smallish side uh, and I like playing with pot. Um, I, I just didn't see anyone there of any value to me. And I just thought, I know instantly I'm not going to enjoy this game. You know, well, this team, this team in this game, I'm not going to enjoy it. So I just thought, I just said to Ben, no, I don't, don't really, really like, is there anyone else? And he came up with like two or three others. I think one was sporting. Um, and he sent me like the, the team sheet, like the first team sheet. And I, and I, I think I, I think I just saw Camacho. And there was a guy called Wendell who was like a really good centre midfielder. Like he looked looked like the part with a bit of pot, he could be good. 
Uh, and I, yeah, I just I thought, yeah, I'll just go for them. But uh, but yeah, I think in in from what your your question though, I, I think it was uh, the essays. I think I wasted too many uh, UE points on players that uh, you know I I should never have put like presence on carriers. That was like a complete waste of six points. But I, I kind of thought, oh, it, it was so difficult to get a goalkeeper. I thought yeah. it's not going to happen. He's probably going to be my goalkeeper for the rest of the game, so I might as well invest in him. And I ended up swapping him like two or three weeks later. So it was like a complete waste of time in the end. Yeah, how about yourself, Daryl? Uh, what mistakes? Yeah, any uh... anything you you could sort of like go back and uh, change? No, do you know what? No, there would have been one. This Vaughn, this keeper, that because I was getting so desperate for a keeper, staying this Vaughn from uh, Worcester, just because it was like half decent. I think he had one essay already, and his speed and movement was decent. I was just so desperate, so I bought him and potted him. But, and then after I felt, well, that was a bit of a waste because I've got karma coming in. I could have just done that. But I managed to swap him on for Day, who's turned out to be a bit of a beast. And Vaughn's actually gone on to be fucking fantastic when you look at the ratings and stuff. So at the time, it would have been that, but it actually turned out all right. So no, I don't, I don't think, I don't think there's anything uh, I would. Yeah, look, he's the 15th best keeper at Nims, 107. Yeah, I signed him and potted him in panic. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? That was a panic bomb. Yeah, he was like yeah. 96, 97 when I got him, 35. He just had decent movement and speed, and he had one essay already, and I added another and potted him, and I was just like, boom, just fit, plug and play. Um, and then it wasn't, hey. really, it wasn't really as good as – he wasn't good at the time, but I didn't commit to him, you know? And then I felt like, oh, I've wasted all them points. But to be fair, I swapped him with, you know, Nate for, for Day, who's now – you know, thirty-eight hundred and five. So, and he's got on to be one hundred and seven. So it's not turned out as bad. But at the time, That's I wouldn't. I wouldn't bad. have done that if now I would still. I wouldn't have done that. You know. Yeah, yeah, I get you. I get you. And um, what about on the opposite side of it, though? I mean, do you, do you was there any anything like you? Yeah, or any players like like have stood out throughout like that you have like sort of like not from the start because most people would probably get rid of all their place but like from season one is there anyone that's still about like kicking about in the team that you're like the sort of uh sort of impressed you that like their sort of ability to grow with the team oh gray and langson for me i signed them from the same yeah. northern irish team um yeah it was a northern irish team and now they're worth a total of like 320 mil between them and <sighs> yeah they're awesome yeah, Gray especially has been. I'm actually changing out his determination for anticipation. I think will make Gray pretty much perfect for what I what he is and what I use him as um, from yeah. a centre back point of view. But yeah, I signed him season one, so he's been with me the whole five years as as Langson. But Gray went straight into the team because I signed him because he had ten star judgment and he already had leader. So I brought him in. I upped his speed a little bit because it was only six. And at the time, so many people were like, what a waste. But I knew with how I wanted to play, I could get away with it. I only needed him to be seven, you know? I only yeah. needed, I, from seven, I could have worked with, with the judgment. And now anticipation is there. It's just going to finish him up, you know? Uh, but yeah, mm. Gray and Langston have been with me from the start. And Armstrong, I brought in in season one. Three, two, three. So yeah, I've had those three since season one. Is that that striker? Yeah. 
Now yeah, you got didn't you get didn't you get him after like one of the podcasts? You'd Personally, know, yeah, he one. was uh, he had <laughs> was it drinking or he had something wrong or gamesmanship? I can't remember what it was. And Percy was getting rid. Um, I'm sure it was Percy. Yeah. Um, Cardiff actually started with him, and he was an eight thirty three eighty seven, I think. Jazz will know for sure because he messaged me, and now he's a forty hundred and five. <laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah, Armstrong's an utter beast. The only trouble is I have to keep spending karma on his confidence because, again, the way I play, he doesn't score. Oh, he's a and it, annoy, it yeah. annoys me, though, because he plays really well, but he's based on goals in it, that whole confidence thing. So I never yeah, complain. I mean, like, I never think of dropping him. Like, he'll get me 12, 15 goals a season, as will my free yeah. roll, though, you know, just because of the setup. Mm. But so it annoys me that his confidence keeps dropping because of goals. Like, I have him on penalties. He scores when he needs to, but his name's always in the highlights. And so I was like, oh, I wish it would a bit, be a bit based on other things, you know, like maybe rating or something. Yeah, because I was going to ask that to you, to you and Carlos, actually, was because um, I noticed this with I think I had a, I had a Chinese left forward who I ended up swapping on and he had that problem. And then Williams did for a bit. And I, I kind of managed to sort of get around that. And he, he started playing better and scoring. But for quite a while, that morale dipped uh, and there was like a lack of goals and then like a few stats dropped because I think he got, um, I don't think it was, it wasn't disillusioned. I can't remember. I think it was just on a morale drop and he dropped a couple of stats. And I'm like, well, what the fuck? Mm. Do you know what I mean? I mean how, how would you like to see, like, obviously you kind of touched it with like with ratings there, but I mean, like if you, if you was to sort of be pressed on it, what would you, what would you like to see addressed there? Because I think there is an argument to, it, it seems odd to me, like if you sign someone, like like if a team's struggling, say like in a Northern League, and they've got this quality player, and you sell him to a team that's top of, say, the Western Prem. I, I, you know, I think when he signs for that club, it should be like reflected, like in real life. Like if you left Luton Town and you joined Barcelona, your your morale's gonna be through the fucking roof. Yeah. You yeah. Know, I I don't see why it starts at okay and set you know settling in. I get that. I get. But the morale thing, yeah, it, you know, if if he dropped down a club, if you if you sold sort of like uh, Neymar to um, I don't know, let's let's say Millwall, I I would expect then to see morale drop big time. Maybe that could be like a good good little twist on the game at some point. Could be. I mean, that's not that's not the worst idea you've ever had, mate. How do you? I've had a few of them. <laughs> proud of you. Ten weeks time. <laughs> <laughs> Alcohol, <laughs> poor judgment, mate. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. No, maybe. Yeah, the the confidence thing is, you know, I get he's a striker, so it's got to be based on goals. But just wish other factors because, like, he's he's my best player. Like, you got. But I nil nil draw this week with Monaco, and he was like, uh, outside of my my defense because obviously i was just trying to stop him game. he's my best outfield player but he didn't score so i know that's going to go against the confidence but he clearly played the best of uh, from an attacking sense and did everything i needed you know so i yeah i don't know it's it's a tough one it's a tough one but yeah maybe uh, it does need to be looked at a little yeah i mean let me pass this to you car so i was just going to sort of say on that as well though just to sort of give you something else to sort of think consider is like because another thing that sort of always sort of bothered me with the whole conversation about morale and stuff like that is it seemed to only affect strikers who weren't scoring. I'm like, well, what about the defender who plays for a team that you know 
uh, yeah, say say someone who who has no idea what they're doing with their team, and yeah, should be playing like support defense to defend deep sort of thing because they're yeah, they've got like two speed center backs something like that, and they're conceding four or five goals every week. Why aren't their morale plummeting each week? Or a team that you know doesn't even try to score, why aren't their strikers suffering? You know, why if if a team uh, doesn't you know, gives up possession every week, plays like two or three in the middle and has like 40% possession. Why aren't their midfielders getting down? Uh, why Why is it? It seems a bit strange that it only affects strikers. I could be wrong there. Ben could correct us there, but um, it, it, that's that's the impression I got. It seemed to only affect strikers who haven't been scoring. I, I think there should be... So like Daryl says, he's, he's got his striker every now and again drops. You should be able to, when you regain their stat, it should or regain the confidence. It should come up saying, um, player X is unhappy because the lack of chances he's getting to score. So then you can address it in your tactics, possibly. Um, obviously, we don't bend to tell us everything, but it'd be quite good if you were to talk to a player. Yes, it comes about saying, oh, they're happy at the club, but can we have a bit more? Like, is there anything that they're looking to improve on? Or is mm. there a way of us being able to go a bit deeper into it but then again we go back into the realms of are you looking too much to be like football manager um and champ manager fair point point. the one that i had was um season three end of season two season three yano black started his performances started to drop um and he kept his confidence kept dropping i was praising him i was talking to him i ended up having to get rid of him because he kept playing 73 74 and for a 40 pv player i wasn't happy with it um and it's just basically come down to not a big enough club. He wanted to play big, better football and play in Champions League oh. and stuff like that. But yeah, I just couldn't get a song out of him. Really couldn't get a song out of him part of the season. So I ended up getting Duna Rumor in and he was actually a lot better than what um, O'Black was. That's so, interesting. I, I hadn't seen that myself because I'm, I'm not someone who tends to buy the, the big name superstars. Do you know what I mean? Um, yeah. But that that's an interesting take. I, I hadn't seen something like that before. So, yeah, I quite, yeah, I quite like that. That's, that's, that's good. It started off with his confidence went from <clears throat> very good to good. And then his morale changed from motivated to happy. And then his um, sorry, no, state of mind changed that. And then his morale changed from superb to very good. And then they just kept tumbling. Like, all three of them kept tumbling each week. So... I got it back up. He played a 95 in one game. And then two weeks later, he played a 73. And I was like, you're going to have to get rid of him. And out the door he went. Very interesting, mate. Very interesting. And but, uh, sort of like... Oh, God, 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 Karen. So, you know, so I, I, I do wonder whether sometimes your league position goes towards that as well. Um, but for strikers, it just seems very odd that one minute they'll bang a hat-trick in, and then one week they don't score, and then they drop stats. And you're like, well, how the hell... How the hell? It's like no warning. That's the worst part. If you had a warning to say such and such is finding it hard, then you might be able to address it. And if you don't address it, then it's your own fault. Yeah, because that—that's the sort of thing I—I I, I was sort of not quite getting like when I, I experienced it. But um, because I felt like I was doing really well in the league, I hadn't—I'd only lost one game all season. I was in the Champions League still at the time. This is like when I signed Williams, Inaki Williams. Uh, and yeah, he wasn't scoring, but it wasn't for a lack of trying because I mean, I'm not known for someone who plays rather defensive. I, I'm quite the opposite. I, I love going got quite gung ho and it, it's cost me. It's cost me quite a few times, like in the Champions League. I've 
gone gone for it a bit too much and yeah and got my ass slapped by someone but um yeah i i, f- I feel like it, it's it's a bit of a an odd one that a, a player a 40 pv player will go somewhere and play that ship because his, his morale's down um <clears throat> yeah i i feel like that should be not quite the case if that makes sense yeah completely agree and uh, what do you guys sort of how how did you sort of find obviously we go through season one there and and stuff like that do you do you feel like the in hindsight now i i know there was a lot of things said about the ue points thing but did it help you at the time is is it something like if it was sort of if you go back there you still would have took it or do you think like you could have if yeah if we all sort of said no don't do it you'd you'd opt for that or did that make the game more enjoyable for you having those extra points Ooh. it made it obviously fun i mean you wouldn't knock them we'd take all the points we can get wouldn't we but would i do it's it tough, again it? Mm, probably could do without it but if it was there i'd take it yeah you know like does it do i look back and think you know i added a lot you know with those points changed a lot of stuff and set up you know and changed a lot of players going into season two and it kind of showed because like season two and three we just ripped up the league you know um Mm. so yeah you never knock them i wouldn't make a big noise saying don't do it but if it wasn't there it wouldn't be terrible for me i think that's where yeah i mean i yeah, I mean, I don't think there's the cash to sort of do it in in game one. I, I think Ben's done it quite well. Where I don't think that's ever going to be an option because I don't think teams have got the, the cash to sort of especially like the two hundred million thing. Yeah, was it two hundred million get twenty points or whatever? It, yeah, for whatever silly shit it was, or can't remember how many points we could do. But um, I, yeah, I don't think that would be an option now in this in this current format of, the, of one two two. But um, I, I I just feel yeah I have to agree with you there Daryl I I think if if we were going back into like a time machine and Ben sort of said this is my plan what do you think I'd probably be like that's uh, probably not a good idea but I fucking loved it at the time I I do love my UE points I think if there's another game to come out that I that I'm part of I'm probably gonna ask for like a like my local side and just have them put into like the UK Division Four Basingstoke Basin and then Dyke. just have like yeah, Bays and Dyke, that's the one. And then getting like all the UE points. Uh, I, I do. I, I think it's I think it's one of the best inventions in, in the UE. I absolutely I know it's not everyone's cup of tea, but for me, I love that because I'm all about um squad development. I love the training. I think if training came out of it, I would lose interest. I think that's partly again the bit bit of the one two two one two one thing is like the training. It's uh, yeah. You might have someone now with like seven heading or something like that in, in your reserves, and you because you, you've got a season ticket, you can train one player in that reserves, and you try and focus on them, and it takes like fifteen weeks to go up one stat, and it's just like I, I haven't got it, I haven't got the time or interest for that. It's too slow. It's dead for me. Yeah, no, I agree with that. Yeah, it's too slow. No, yeah, totally. Do you, do you feel like he's he's found like that? Um, what would you call it like that sort of like magic uh, sort of spot in between now with one, two, two, or do you still feel like that? It's, is it going too fast for you or? Yeah. I think players seem to be responding. I don't know. It feels like um, players are going up a little bit quicker than I had thought, but maybe it's not. It's yeah. Do you, 
Do you think that's because you're in one-to-one mode, though, where it is so slow? Maybe. Yeah, I could accept that. Yeah, I could accept that as uh, as the reason. Like, because like, so I, I did, I did. I'm very noticeable. Yeah. Like, what do you mean, three or four players have gone up? But is that crazy? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know what I mean? yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I had like a couple of players go off, and I'm like, fucking hell, that's a, that's a bit much. And then I looked at him again. It's like, well, yeah, it's it's someone who's shooting, like a defender who's shooting's gone up from a five to a six. And you're like, oh, okay, yeah, we can let that slide. That's not too bad. You know, what I mean, that's not a problem. <laughs> I don't mind that too much. How about you, Carlos? So I haven't used any of my um, UE points yet in one two two. So I'm just purely going on rises as I train them. Uh, I had one player which went from a seven to a nine in two weeks on stamina, but he is a winger, so I expected it to go up that quick. But I think he's got them spot on. But I know people are moaning because it's too slow. But yeah, everyone moaned. Everyone moaned in one two one. It went too quick. Then everyone moaned it's too slow. Then they moaned it's too quick again. I don't think he'll ever get it spot on. Yeah, I, I think I think I'd have to agree. Uh, the only thing that you could he could do f- to sort of monitor it is if people do manage their reserves and youth. I think you do deserve to have better rises. Um, if you do manage them and you put the time and effort in, I know Daryl does. Um, I do as well. So I'm always prided on those. Then you should get the rewards. Yes, we get rewarded with UE points and karma, but you should still get the rewards from training. Um, yeah. yeah. But uh, it's hard to say because when you're a small club like I was in this game, one two one. every rise you sort of like, oh, that, that means that player's now worth 15 million. So if I want to go and buy a big player, it's, it's another six million less to spend. Yeah, yeah, I get you. But I get also you. at the same time, when you've pot- potted a player, I didn't look to swap him because you sort of invested all those points into him. But you seem to see it a lot, a lot nowadays where people want an old player for pot or whatever. I think everyone plays the game differently, and I think that's why it's so good. And people moan about stupid rises and stupid things, um, but that's why we're, we're all different to the game. Very true. Very true. Uh, one of the things, um, just sort of, I was going to finish up with a little quiz for you two at the end, just for a bit of a laugh. And um, but I just thought I'd just quickly touch on one more thing. Um, so I was talking. Uh, we uh, we discussed this um, in on the Discord chat about the differences between different PBMs. And I mean, uh, yeah, just just to quickly kick it off. I mean, Daryl, have you did you play any other PBMs other than uh, Ultimate Europe? Soccer Supremos was my first ever. And I loved it, and I miss it. Yeah, soccer, soccer supremos. It was amazing. Yeah. Um, I was Luton Town, and to show how old I am, Mick Arford was my my striker. I had Mick Arford. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking Mick Jesus. I know. Old man Mick Arford, and he was a fucking beast. <laughs> first real, like first real delve yeah. into one up top target man kind of thing was Mick Arford. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. So yeah, yeah. And how yeah. I- it was amazing. Oh, and I think Jay actually oh, has the old rule book. I think he bought the old rule book. Jay, I think Jay used to play it too. Uh, I think he actually has the rule book now. Oh, really? Yeah, That's I think fucking does, cool. So. That'd be kind of cool. I, I always remember like M&E Sports. Do you remember that one? And the rule book, I'm sure it had like Baggio on it. it had like Roberto Baggio on the front of it. And I'm oh, sure I'm yeah. like, I'm, I'm thinking, 
these days i'm like i'm sure someone's someone in fucking milan's just waiting to do a copyright on that yeah <laughs> he's like <laughs> struck get that shit down yeah <laughs> but um yeah but how about yourself carlos did you play any other ones i did uh in off the post with dan padden years and yeah, years ago yeah yeah i did that one 14 15 there you're fucking five pound notes posting through the letterbox of the post office and stuff like that <laughs> um but I when I was in school, so when I was fourteen, I actually did a fucking graphics project on UE and made a fucking sales pitch for it as part of my um like end of school project, and I made like a proper like pamphlet thing up for it to all sit in and had like uh, Ronaldo, David Beckham, and all that sort of like like cut out cardboard figures. So and you've literally um, always been a paedophile. Then. Yeah, I have made it. As well as as well as inbred. As well as inbred. Also a paedophile, mate, yeah. Really? But, but you did it for UE, like all jokes aside. Uh, all right, take it. That brought a tear to my you... eye. Cherry <laughs> so proud. But you did that for UE. Uh, that was yeah, that's, yeah. that's actually like, a really cool story. Like I'm sorry, uh, shit house. No, that, so that's you actually know, like... really cool. You know, you get like your end of year project, and you have to design like you do design stuff where you make design stuff. technology. Like, yeah. yeah, and yeah. I was like, I was like, fuck it, I'm going to do that. And I made like a proper like, like a plastic box, which was like, like I had like people's faces on it, and it had UE on there, <laughs> yeah. and then it was like pictures of David yeah. Beckham, Michael Owen, and all that, and like little, they stood up and things like that. And I, I was really proud of it. And <laughs> all my mates were like, what the fuck have you made? I was yeah. like, here you go. I, I'm funny enough. I'm thinking that as well. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, and I think I got like a, I think I got a D for it because um apparently I wasn't using the correct material. It was like, oh, yeah, fuck you, prick. <laughs> yeah, I didn't really so care. They fucking shafted you anyway. Didn't they? Oh, yeah. oh man, but, that was funny. No. No, yeah, thank you, Darren, for calling me a paedophile. It's lovely. Yeah, if you, if you would like to, if you're listening, you'd like to be a guest and uh, <laughs> get, get in touch with Darren. <laughs> Cool <laughs> it's a little bit noncy, isn't it? Let's let's call it call there, it out. There will, be, there will, there will be a help. There will be a helpline after this, and uh, feel free to call if you've been no, affected but all by jokes the. Aside, I've done that for the banter. That's actually really cool, though. Like, I think, I think it is. But I've also also. Yeah, I mean, I, I've I've heard some of the guys sort of talking about like they do their spreadsheets for it and and stuff like that. It's like fucking hell. I I remember I can't remember. I might have been Banks. I'm not sure. I remember someone sort of showing me that like a full on Excel spreadsheet of everything. You know, like, probably Faddy, mate. Faddy, yeah. Faddy has oh, see, serious, uh, really? serious Excel sheet. Uh, like, no, I don't know. Added up I don't know. I thought, and stuff, I thought it was like someone Xbox. that was good at UE though. Oh, Faddy had a serious one. I remember years ago he sent it to me. I was like, come on and send it. I'll have a look. But, mate, like, the data to input, it was, like, proper. Like, proper. Yeah, Faddy. I'm I'm surprised he's that computer literate. You know what I mean? He's just... It's amazing. Well done, Faddy. Every day. Every day. day. He's not just man from ends. Fucking hell. Snapper of all Gs. (laughs) Yeah, <laughs> yeah, uh, but yeah, I, I did speak to um, uh, Amir. I mean, what we was planned to do, and hopefully we'll do it at some point, is uh, getting on a couple of the other guys to from uh, from UE who have been in other games, and, and sort of just talking about the differences of of. They uh, came along like at, like the right time. Like I know there was some obviously some growing pains when they all joined, and it was. 
<laughs> big argument. Wasn't well, this, this, this sort of like the, the, the game needed that influx of, influx, of yeah, new people that yeah. looked at it different. They had they knew what they were doing, but obviously it was a new setup and it desperately needed them at the time, I think, because I think that was the time when me and you were threatening to quit every week. Um, yeah. and then <laughs> all these new guys come in who had some idea how to play a game and it was just so needed because it made people step up it made people play better you know um yeah so I, it was it was perfect timing for me really that that all the pff guys especially yeah because i because that's sort of why i wanted to bring it up because i always thought like there was like um almost like an old rear guard of, of ue and uh, everyone would always go to them uh, and most games sort of played out how they played out and I, I thought they like some of the new guys brought something fresh to the game. And like you're looking at the games now, like I look at one, two, one, and you look at the the supposed yeah big figures of, of the game in the past, uh, and they're doing all right. So some of them better, a lot better than others. Um, but then you look at some of these other guys, like from PFF, uh, you you've got like the likes of obviously the, the standout is Amir. Um, and then you've got like Skeen, you've got Tilly, you've got Harry Art Media, um, Phil Chin, um, I think Brad Stamps, one of them, um, Andy at Atalanta, Percy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and I, I feel like for me, it, it's, it's brought something big to the game because I, I feel like there was like an argument to like, yeah, how well they've done and that, you know. Uh, or what they've brought to the game sort of thing but I, I feel like you know when you join a game like this and you're from a different pbm you're probably going to come into it and this is why i wanted to talk to some of the pff lads to get their sort of input on it but you surely they come in they read the rule book they take it as is they're not listening just to you know any old person getting probably some false advice or some bad advice or something yeah they're reading the rules from the start and they're learning on the job and they're doing it well because all of those names, I just said, they're all, they've all done well since they came into UE. Like, they're all up half of their top, you know, they're, put, they're, they're challenging. You know, we've, we've had, uh, obviously, Art Me Harriet Art Media's done an amazing job with them, constantly getting promoted, Amir's won everything. Skeen is sort of quite well known for building amazing sides. Um, Andy at Atalanta, he's really fucking tough to beat, like, in my, in my league. He's really, really tough to beat. Percy's good. Shit at Warzone, but he is good. Um, <laughs> uh, Phil Chin's good as well. Yeah, that's uh, Tilly Leverkusen side. I think he's made the Champions League final. He's, he's. I think he, he's been like top two, top three most seasons in the uh, in the Western Prem. I, I think, I think it sort of shows that they make they've adapted better to like the new mechanics under since uh ben took over yeah would that be a fair argument do you think yeah, i think so and i think it, it helped it just it made everyone else that's played it a while that maybe just got a bit stagnant we know what we know kind of stuff made us change you know because we had to yeah, adjust because yeah. these new guys come in as you say and they just they reread the rule book they took what they already thought of pbms and you know they just they changed the game slightly and it made everyone else either sort of just which is why i think you know you see some older heads struggle a little bit now people that used to win a lot because maybe adapting has not been as easy you know it's definitely been good for me to see people that have taken it a bit more serious or with a different view like i play the game a lot different now i think the last two or three games played a lot different 
I mean, as with you, like me and you, tell we've always just yeah, 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 very. If success comes, success comes. We don't really care, you know. Um, and I think, like, I mean, partly the pod, I think, has helped take it serious. But I also think just the level of player, where you know, you feel like you're a bit of an old, older UE head that's played a while. You don't want to get beaten by a load of new guys all the time. Do you know what I mean? No, like, no, it's also definitely. That, do you know what I mean? So, but it was, yeah, it was just perfect timing because I felt that, you know, everyone was just getting a bit miserable and fighty and there was a lot more arguing going on. And then these new guys coming, it was just so fresh at the time. It was just much needed, you know? Yeah, I, I completely agree. I, I thought that as well. Um, like I, I've always had success in all the games I've played, but I've never been someone like that has ever gone crazy over it. So yeah, you win a league, you win a league. Okay, move on. You know, I I don't think I ever picked up a certificate for any of my UE stuff. Um, I don't think so anyway. Yeah. Um, I I was, and that wouldn't be something that would overly bother me either. I wouldn't be interested really. Uh, it was, it was just for shits and giggles, something to do in, in this game. I found like, especially doing the pod with you and Fanny and like, we're sort of asking each other every week how we're getting on and stuff like that. It's, it sort of makes you think, Oh fuck, I got, I can't embarrass myself. Do you know what I mean? I'm going to have to, you know, put the, put the foot down. Yeah. You know I mean, actually have a good, good bloody go. But, um, yeah, I mean, what would you say, uh, Carlos, you, you, would you, would you agree with that? Do you, do you feel like they've, they sort of adapted better and changed, changed the game in a sense? Definitely. Um, we all sit and rue our roost about our oh, back in game 93 or whatever, but you only get remembered for the last game you play in. So it's sort of, yeah. for a, for instance, like you said, like Amir, to do what he did with City, amazing. Um, Harry Art Media, wow. What a turnaround he'd done for that team. To no one know what they were. Um, Never heard of them. No, exactly. And then you, the, Never the heard problem, of them. The problem you get, though, is you get the old guard who still sit there and go, but back in game such and such. That was years ago. There's so many different things now. You've got so many different media platforms to be able to talk to people, um, get advice and things like that. People say, is it cheating? No, it's just about expanding the game. And I think it's done wonders for Ben. I think 1-2-1 has to be Ben's best game he's ever done for sheer numbers Mm. and competitiveness. Um, And I don't think he'll be able to stand up to that at the moment. He's nearly there. But I think there's a few teething things he needs to sort out before he has the next massive game. Yeah, and yeah. I, I hope I hope the same amount of managers join that one. I really do. I think there's some people missing from one two two at the moment. Uh, I think some of them are just being stubborn. They still like the one two one, but they will come across at some point and give it a go. But I think some like you say, to have new faces is brilliant. It shows the game's still growing. Love that, love that. Yeah, and just to quickly touch on a, a few of these things, I, I was speaking to Amir earlier, and he was sort of saying some of the things with like uh, you, uh, the differences between UE and PFF. Are two, only two rises a season in PFF, and you, but you could apply for a player to have a rise if they had an international cap, if they got international caps. Wow, that's brutal, isn't it? Um, uh, half half the price of UE though, so I think that was obviously something that might have appealed to them. Um, everyone would initially uh, choose their top three teams. If, if one uh, went for the same team, you know, if two te- people went for the same team, it would then go to a draw. Um, that seems quite good. Apparently, though, it wasn't as tactically detailed as UE. That's uh, for, uh, this is from Amir's his, his words. Um, 
uh, yeah, so it, it seems like there was a, a lot of things he said. Um, most of the deals involved like um, transfer lists and, and stuff like that. He said he didn't have, they didn't have karma and stuff like that, but he does feel like big differences wise, like a pro for UE would be, he absolutely loves uh, the karma mechanic and the UE points mechanic to, to the game. And that, that, yeah, I, I think I'd have to go along with that. I think that's been one of my favorite things. I'm, I'm kind of the same as Ben in that sense. I'm not, I do, I do like the thought of creating my own kids. I, I know you're not really with it, with Karma, Daryl, but um, I do quite like that sort of, that little thing. But I'd, I'd quite happily sort of have an option of spending X amount of points, not having a Karma player who's basically a pot player, but just changing the name of a player. I'd be quite happy with that. You know, just have my kids in the game. It'd give me a, a vested, vested interest. Um, but yeah, I do love the UE points. Yeah, love love points, but I think I fell more in love with essays because it's the first time I've really sort of thought about them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the amount I've got in my team. If you've never looked before since they started, never really a big deal to me. But like no, now no. I've I've got like per position, like the two the dream two that I want on each position, and I've done all positions, even right left forward. So like I've taken it a lot more serious lately. Um. Yeah, like I wanted my wingers to have like flair and character and I wanted this on my keeper and I want this on my right back. So you know what I mean? Like I've taken it a lot more serious on what position and I'm kind of trying to use that for Charlton as like a base. To, but we'll see how that goes. But yeah, it's, um, yeah. It's essays for me. Oh, okay. I love essays. I yeah, because I, I really liked it, especially your thinking about it. Cause I, I can see sort of how you've changed in the game. Like when you was talking to me about Gray, and you goes, oh, thinking about putting anticipation on him. And I literally, when I was doing, helping you out while she was on holiday, I, I think I literally, I, I think we talked about it because I said, like, I, I looked at him and straight away said, that's what I would have done. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's, a, that's a great call. And it's, it's, it's good, good to see that, you know, like, you know, that people can have, have that sort of discussion and, and you can sort of find some, some, uh, good conversation for it you know because i've had quite a few conversations about like essays you, know, you talk to someone and they might give you a fresh outlook on something but i, I quite like that yeah yeah yes, okay anyway we're gonna gonna move on we're gonna finish off now with a little quiz i, I need you two to promise me you're actually gonna try okay. and try and win yeah because it, it comes it comes with a caveat okay it comes with oh, a caveat <laughs> so it's it's yeah fastest finger first so to speak so first one to, I've, I've opened to, to only fans you... now so i think carlos just yeah wins. there you go then. there you go <laughs> so, is that my only fan so... mate? is it no i get i get one free <laughs> right i've been with this girl so long i get free now oh you get her only fans for free yeah 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 because i've been sub to her so long she's like you could just become like gets like a lifetime subscriber or something so she's giving it to me but now i just spend all the money in buying her like behind closed doors it's just it's not helped really <laughs> <laughs> fucking love it yeah uh, <laughs> dude, he's gonna ask for a latex mask for his next brass and his, yeah. Yeah, i just asked yeah. for i just asked for butthole pictures i'm a butthole guy send me the butthole <laughs> pictures <laughs> yeah <laughs> Why did we come come back? Jesus Christ! Uh, I hope you're glad to have this back, Ben. (laughs) This is Hogan's fault. Just, just yeah, it's Ian's fault. Jesus Christ! Right, so this quiz is is going to be uh, five questions. 
uh, fastest first person to sort of say their little their little response yeah you you say something you get to answer answer the question all right so uh carlos you have to say don't touch me there daryl and that, that <laughs> Wait, you get to ask what? you so if he says so hold on yeah, we've already really had like a pedophile yeah. comment and now you want him to say don't touch me yeah, there yeah, like do, come on man. Yeah. Yeah. that's why terry laughed because he knew if, what was if, coming if he says if yeah. he says that before you say your one then Which he gets is, to answer the question what first is my one? uh i love callum oh. <laughs> you want me to take it serious you said I know that's why. That's why I said there's a caveat. You have to take it seriously because you can't just let him win because you don't want to say that. <laughs> You're defending the podcast here. <laughs> All right, UE related ones. Ready? First question. The first game UE game launched by just Ben after uh, Justin left UE was game number what? Uh, I I I love Callum. Go on then. Okay. Fifteen. No. You think Justin left at game 15? Oh, left. I you said what was the oh, first one. Right. I wasn't really listening to you, mate. The I'm first on one, the first. Buttholes. I've got butthole pitches. I'm out. <laughs> the first game Ben ran on his own after, after Justin left. Don't touch me there, Daryl. <laughs> you wish, mate. I'm gonna, go, I'm gonna go game one, <laughs> game one one five. What Justin left in one one five? Close, close. Mm. No, he left when I won with final. What was the final? Though? And me and Matt were final. Now, now you know the question properly. You've obviously understood oh, it. Now you could yeah, have a go. One one four. Close. Should, should we give it to whoever was closest, or do we okay, does it have on, to be yeah, right? What do we think? Do when we had Feyenoord, it's like, all right. So I go to whoever got closest. It oh, was game one one eight. Was it oh. really that late? Yeah, yeah. So wow, Carlos is one up. Earlier than that. Oh, yeah, See, I, I thought, I thought you, when you said close, I I, I'm assuming it would have been one one three or one one six maximum. I'm shocked it was one one eight. Yeah, I was. I was when he said that. But he's, uh, he's emailed me loads of stuff so we could use this. <laughs> uh, question... taking the piss. <laughs> and looking yeah. at buttholes. Uh, <laughs> play... <laughs> Fuck's sake. Question two. Player with the most goals over the four seasons in 1-2-1. Don't touch what me there, would... Go for it, Carlos. Josh Madger. No, that is a fair shout. Ooh. Good shout, good shout, good shout. Let me get, let me get my email. Up. I'll tell you where he stands after. Uh, I don't know. Suggest. There's loads of people. <laughs> ridiculous. What kind of question is this? It could literally be anyone. Yeah, but I'm, I'm wondering. I'm wondering. I wonder if conversations lately might. Uh, Bring something to mind. Try to think of. I would have probably gone with Magic to be like he scored for fun. Yeah, yeah, it seems like it, doesn't it? Yeah, but like maybe he he's like... been developed and didn't score as much in the first season or two. Oh, mm. is the guy that um um what's his <gasps> name? Fuck up. You ready? What about, what about Paradi at Man City? No, it was just retired from the game. Bardi. Not Ronaldo. 
Vardy. Jamie Vardy. Really? He scored goals. the most goals yeah. in 1-2-1? One, one. Steve as yeah. manager. Oh 91 goals. <laughs> Harry Kane with 84. Diego Costa with 84. Cornelius, oh, who I had at 81. Yeah, oh, Ronaldo's on 71. I'm shocked. I yeah, don't think a... I would have ever guessed I'm Vardy. I'm shocked lie. at that. I might have got to this Diego is all from, Costa. This is all from Ben, so you can't one argue. From that you can't is, argue it. would have been Diego Costa <laughs> that I would have got close. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I should, Happy, yeah, I should, yeah, I should, I should have named like name the top five. Super, yeah, in the top super, five, give you a chance. Super crosser, Diego Costa. Diego Cross. Yeah, I thought, I thought I thought I thought that was a good one to bring up because obviously Steve was saying, weren't it? He he ran out of karma and couldn't save him from uh, retiring. But um, here, here you go. Then here's a tough one for you. Question three: The what team has got the most valuable youth team squad in game one two one? Most like, valuable full squad, team. full squad value. <laughs> Don't touch there, Daryl. Come on, Carlos. I'm going to go Mark Rohn's FC. Is it Citard? Ooh, close. You know what? It might actually be Callum. Wouldn't shock me if it was Callum. You haven't said your words. Oh, you don't I... get Yeah, you don't get it. You don't because get it. Because I got it right. You tried. <laughs> no, no, no. It was Notts County. I don't, I don't even know if I can wow. manage Notts County. <laughs> Clearly. Uh, it, here's one. This one, question four, should be a little bit easier, hopefully. Right, Manchester City had the highest squad value in in game one two one in season one. Since season two and onwards, who has had the highest squad value? I love Callum. Whose first whose first team has got the highest squad value? I love Callum. Um, got it, Leon. No, don't you're going to kick yourself. <laughs> This is the only reason why I did this quiz. Yeah, no, honestly, I just I'm wanted gonna... someone to say, "Don't touch me there, Daryl." I've been trying to work a way of getting Mate, this in I'd, all day. I could record that for you most nights if you need to hear it most, man. Yeah, yeah. No. <laughs> I just want to hear other people say it. Just I'll just leave yeah. Discord on one night and you'll hear it loads. I knew I could. I could, knew I could rely on Carlos to not worry about saying it. Go on, Carlos. I'm gonna go for Up Media. Oh, close, close, Daryl. You're gonna kick yourself. Why? Right. Have a think about it. Why oh. would you kick yourself? Uh, I know now. Don't, I know now. Don't tell me. Is, is it Mains? It is Mains. Dave oh, Hammond's main side, the highest so valued squad through season two, three, and four. Are you serious? I know how to beat yeah. him as well, little twat. If I ever set my turn on a plane, <laughs> if you send your turn, mo- you will. Mo- most valuable, but most predictable. Fuck it out. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. And the final question, question five. Are we ready? Daryl, you need to get this to get the come back into this game. This is something Ben mentioned on a previous pod. First HFG game in UE. What game number? Don't touch me there, Daryl. <laughs> Fuck's sake, I love Darryl. this so much. <laughs> you are a prick. You love it. <laughs> go on then. Gonna go uh, game 99. No, no, that's the one everyone <laughs> thought. I think it was, wasn't it? I think people thought it was like 89, 90, something like that, but it wasn't. Daryl? I love Callum. 107. No, game 40. Don't you remember he came on? Because he, uh, no. I think when, you, when he you, came you, on you, last. You normally bore me when we're doing this. So I just <laughs> 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 when he came on last, he, he was saying, I think Jay asked, and he said something about, um, 
a certain game, like a legendary I'm game. Proud apparently, you pay was... attention to what he says. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I fell asleep. Um, but it was like something about it being game eighty. So, and Ben actually said no. The first half format game was apparently game forty. So there you have it. I would ask the yeah, did Daryl want to finish up on um, on a story? But I think we've covered that with the buttholes. Listen, yeah. so, OnlyFans. Um... You know I, mean? I just asked for boot, booty hole picks. They're like, you know, you, you've spun the wheel. You get a free pick. What do you want? I want your butthole. Send the butthole. <laughs> Is that every time? Every time you get a butthole pick? Yeah, yeah. Now, one girl, she just doesn't ask. She just sends butthole picks. Sometimes with plugs oh. in if she's feeling frisky. But... Normally it's just a little fox tail, little little fox's tail in. (laughs) No, you hide it then. You can't see the butthole. Oh, that's true. Yeah, Yeah. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a butt guy anyway. I'm much better with the butt than I have to choose one. And you wanted this podcast to carry on, too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it was a good run. <laughs> I've actually Sorry, been ben. behaved this week as well, but I've ruined it somehow. You know, I've actually... Well, yeah, I'm yeah. You called, called I guess, a, a pedophile. And then, Listen, and then started going you heard that story. And you know what I mean? Like, your first thought is, definitely shouldn't be allowed left alone in a park. You know, when you hear that story, <laughs> the first thing that goes through your head, isn't it? You hear that story. Come on, Carlos. If someone oh, told you yeah, that, yeah. you'd be like, Mrs. Take the kids upstairs. Just you know what I mean. <laughs> and just to oh. let everyone know, and Ben, I'm sorry about the podcast. It will be cancelled <laughs> this week because Ofcom have had too many complaints. Yeah. <laughs> this is what happens when you bring someone like Carlos on because you, you just take banter better than you know. You oh, relax, yeah, you relax around I... Carlos, you know, and you just let it flow because he doesn't really change his tone. You know, he's like one tone, isn't he? Like, it never seems to bother him. He's just like... Mate. No, you know? no, he definitely no, doesn't. Like, the, the, the amount of shit Carla sends me most days, like TikToks and, the, and stuff I've, like I've that heard, is... Yeah, like, I've heard uh, to him and the stuff I've said on the podcast. Like, and he's still the same. Like, nothing changes. Still yeah, he gives, still he gives, my he gives as, well as, as well as like, well. He, yeah, he's a brilliant lurker. Not, yeah. <laughs> mate, to be honest with you, I've just... With all the duck stuff going on, mate, it's fucking... It's just... <laughs> you know what I mean... There is a video which ter- there is a video which Terry made, and the other night on Discord, I think uh, Cabbage was nearly in tears because Terry played it, and yeah, it's good fun. So I'll get Terry to share that on there, I think, at some point. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, I'll send that to Darrell. He'll, he'll enjoy that. I think he will. <laughs> All right. Well, on that, thank you very much for joining us this week, Carlos, and uh, and thank you as well, Darrell. And uh, I think next week, hopefully. We might have an interview with a Mr. Ian Hulk, Hulk Hogan Hall, Won't be an interview and we can we can blame him and uh, and chast- chastise him and give him shit. Yeah. Poor Carlos, yeah, not going to go and imagine me looking at buttholes all night. Imagine his evening now. It's ruined. Yeah. <laughs> ruined. I hope you're proud of yourself, yeah, Hogan. Ruined. Trying to trying to get over COVID, and he's got to think of you. Yeah, man, man's got just had COVID, and now he's just going to start twitching while he's sleeping. And- Thinking of me <laughs> over some girl's butthole. Come it's gonna be dreaming. It's sort of like halfway through. It's got buttholes. No. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <damn it. laughs> uh, on that, anyway, uh... <laughs> enjoy your buttholes tonight, lads, and no. we'll see you soon. <laughs>